0: to another episode of Queen Pin and the Wingman 100% Authentic, where you get to ear hustle on some of the craziest things that we have to say. So let's take a moment out and we'll be right back. So guys, you're back with Queen Pin and the Wingman. Yeah, he's always trying to figure out who I'm talking to, but there's only one other person right now on this recording. No, I'm not talking to your tie, Rich. I'm not talking (laughs) to you. (laughs) So, oh my gosh, one of the crazy things is everybody always wants to change their life. You know, especially around this time of year, we're talking about life changes and getting into the gym, getting fit, getting better, eating better, living better. But then it goes, Yeah, but one of the things is, I I work on and and we've talked about this before. My two percent rule, my two percent rule, which mm. is two percent of changes. For those of you that don't know, that may have been joining us for the first time, I used to be about four hundred pounds. It's crazy. I used to be four hundred pounds. It's amazing. So, yeah. So. I learned that not only through what changing what I ate, uh, getting more active and making sure that there were other things, other factors, but one of my biggest, one of my biggest problems, honestly, was stress and not getting enough sleep. Yeah. And I'm one of those people, the more I have to do, the more I stress about it. The more I stress about it, the less sleep I get. Like if I'm making a a shopping list, I can sit up till four o'clock in the morning making a shopping list and then Mm -hmm. jump up at six o'clock in the morning and go food shopping, which means of course I'm getting no sleep. What really I'm getting what a nap. Yeah. And so things shouldn't, and, 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 and I think one of the things, that someone explained to me is when we think of stressors, when we think of anxiety, when we think of these things, we think of large traumatic, you know, huge things, but it's those tiny, tiny things that are stressors for us. And mm-hmm. I mean, when I say really minute, and it may be something that seems so simple to you, like, okay, well, yeah, when you're going shopping but it's like my, I have an A list. I have a B list. I have to still think of substitutes for that, you Mm -hmm. know? And yeah, I've kind of gotten it down to a science, but for me, it's like, okay, it has to be right. Mm -hmm. But how do you do that and not let it consume you? Mm -hmm. And that's where the stress comes in. But one of the big things is stress is very big to either weight gain or weight loss. Mm. And yeah. they find out the more anxious you get because I don't know if, if and honestly, most brides, most uh, pageant women have been in pageants know this. Mm-hmm. What happens is the more you stress by the time you either walk the runway or ready to walk down the aisle because you're so stressed, Your clothes don't fit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And this is why they often tell you when you're doing alterations, do them as close to the event as possible. Why? Because they know at some point you're either going to gain or lose, but more than likely, the stress, not getting the right amount of sleep, because Mm -hmm. sleep is another thing that does it, will make your clothing not fit properly Mm -hmm. unless it's something you're gonna like grab off the rack if you're you're just grabbing something off the rack like okay well i'm going to an event tomorrow and i'm grabbing this thing the day before you know vaya con dios yes so yeah yeah and 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 that's really what it is that those were two of my largest stressors and, and like I said, not getting enough sleep, not getting enough sleep is another thing. Your body goes through changes, the, the water weight. And one of the things that I did notice was the more I calm down, the more sleep I got, mm-hmm. the more, believe it or not, guys, the more you actually go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Because if you stay up, you stress about everything. You don't recognize it because you're always on the move, but you're actually not going to the bathroom as often as you should. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because have you ever watched somebody do that? Like, in other words, like they're planning something and hmm. they may not go to the bathroom just about all day, but it's because of the stress.
1: I, yeah. I, I mean, stress is everyone deals with it differently. Everybody has different levels of it. Let's face it. Um, it affects everyone differently on every level. Uh, as far as sleep goes, I always talk about sleep being one of the most important things, but it's one of the things people, for some reason, kind of blow off the most. I also think society's made it cool to say, I only get five hours sleep because I got so many things that I got to get accomplished and I got to do. I don't have time to sleep. I'm like, you look like shit. You look exhausted when I see you at five o'clock. You can barely stand up. Uh, a lot of my friends, when they're working out, say, if they're in fitness, they're, they're, they're just not, you know, most of them that I know also that have problems sleeping they're obese or they're overweight. A lot of them as well. Right. Um, And it's interesting because you have these people who stress about things like say work and being overweight, not even overweight. I'd say it's more work, more money driven, wanting more possessions, but they're not even looking at their health as being their real priority. So let's just put your health in your back pocket and get that going first. I tell people a lot of times, if you don't have your health, you're nothing. So I don't care if you're seven years old and you're a billionaire, if you can, if you're in a wheelchair, what's that going to do, or you can't get out of bed, or you have type two diabetes and you're a hundred pounds overweight, I'm just saying, or you're too skinny and weak and frail. Um, You have all these different types of things. So, you know, when it comes to stress too, I think as we age, we're freaking out. People don't want to say, cause we're going to die, right? We're getting closer to death, no matter what anyone says. And I think
0: that's what it is, is is we don't want to admit that we're freaking out over things. Exactly.
1: Yeah. We also put ourselves in a position to keep building more stress if you look at society. So like if you're a teenager, don't get me wrong, you got stress, you got school and whatever and homework and whatever. But then all of a sudden you're 20s, a little more, and then you may even start a relationship before you know it. Now you're getting married. Now you have other responsibilities your wife, then you have children. Then you have to have a certain type of house and then you get that house. You have to have a better house. Then you have to have more cars and then you have to have better cars and then you have to vacation more. Or if you're an entrepreneur, you got to keep making more money, which is all cool. But you are putting yourself in all these positions for more stress. It could be even the career you 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 choose. I have friends that are doctors complaining about the hours. I'm like, you understood though, when you became a doctor, what you you are getting involved in, you know the money you were going to make But you had to understand the hours. I'm just saying. So, and this goes for even an entrepreneur or whoever, you put yourself in a position where everything depends on you. Then don't complain about it. Yeah, you're stressed out. Well, you again chose to do that. I'm not saying if you had a job somewhere else, you wouldn't be as stressed. So, don't, you know, there's the flip side of that. But we have to really, in my opinion, is, and we discussed this with financing and spending money and all that. A lot of people are spending a lot more money than they should. So they have to work a lot more hours than they have to. Then that's less time to spend with your kids. It's less time to spend with your health. What are you doing? You're making these decisions. You didn't, you could have got a used car for 20 grand. No, you wanted a $50,000 car. You could have lived in a 400,000, $300,000 home. No, you had to hit $500,000, right? That home. You wanted to go on a vacation. I get, you want to go to Hawaii, but you know, instead of maybe going to Hawaii, go to Florida, maybe go somewhere else a lot cheaper. So, and I get, we want all these things, but if you got to keep paying for them and, and living up to this expectation uh, of especially spending a lot of money, what type of, you know, well, you're doing it to yourself a lot of these, this stress. So,
0: and I think that's the thing is one, one of the things, especially with the stress is taking accountability One hundred percent, because I mean, um, even going to the doctor, one of the questions that they always ask, uh, well, often ask, not always, but do you, is anything stressing you out? Is there anything you're worried about? Is there anything, you know, and for the most part, I would tell a doctor, I'm not stressed out, hmm. you know, and one of the biggest changes that I made for my health was when my doctor literally told me, and she told me, she says, your bed is for sleeping and sex, nothing more. You yeah. should not be getting up and doing work in your bed turning Mm. on your laptop turning on your tablet sending emails and we've all done it we've all done it you know you get up and you're like oh my gosh i've got to get this email sent out i've got to get this sent out and we're we're working from the bed she says literally get up make sure make sure you get out of your bedroom Mm -hmm. and go do what you have to do yeah yeah you know,
1: again, the way you're talking too, it's it's all these little things that add up too. You know, it's not just the bed, it's the couch, right? Before you know it, your couch becomes a place you're sitting at for long periods of time. You're kind of sitting in it, then you're sleeping in it, then you're working in it, I'm just saying. But also it's the things in your life, I think a lot of times too, that you're, you you got to just learn to sometimes ignore certain things because everything can stress you out. From the minute you wake up, to the minute you go to bed. It could be your job. It could be your relationship. It could be, you know, not only who you're with, if you have kids, it could be uh, a handle on the door. It could be the location you live in is stressful. You out your car not being maybe uh running the way you want it to run it could be being bald hypothetically it could be you not being able to afford a dentist you may not being able to go on a vacation or you you know we if you start lining up all the different things you could stress about you'll go nuts but a lot of people do but there's you just gotta and I talk Mm -hmm. about this too with fitness a lot of times people. Immediately, especially as they get older, and I don't know why they do this. They wake up and they want to work out before they go to work and things like that, which I understand you want to get it out of the way. But a lot of times from the minute they wake up, they're stressing to get to the gym. So it's a stress, right? Right. And they're running, you know, and they may not get up and they're they're like, they're not warmed up enough, but they run to the gym. Sometimes they have an hour, but they have emails. So they have to shorten it to 50 minutes. Then they have to get on a call, stress, stress, stress in the gym, running, running, getting to the job and all that, where I kind of flipped it throughout my life. I go to the gym after work and people are like, I don't have the energy or I don't have the time. I'm like, you do. Even if you have kids, I go seven, eight, nine o'clock, even at night at times. But when I went to the gym, just like when I was at work, I focused in on this was an escape, but this is for my health. I'm not rushing out of here. I'm not distracted thinking about work while I'm working out. I'm not getting a really good workout because of all the things I'm thinking about other than working out again. And, you know, that's just, I think in life too, even a lot of people waking up late, as you know, that's right. stressful. So they're always late for everything they do. They right. literally cut it to the minutes. You know, that living in where you live in New yeah. York. And you're like, all you got to do is wake up a half an hour earlier but or go to bed a half an hour earlier. Your whole life will change, but they will not. Yeah. you hit snooze three times, whatever it is, you just, you're building upon your stress. And I, I think right. people value that stress to think that they're busier
0: and that's better and more helpful because of all the things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things is we've become a deadline society. Exactly. Deadline, Where's deadline, freedom? deadline. Yes. Yeah. Everything is, I've got to do this on a deadline. The, the, You know, applications have to be filled out. The kids have to apply for this at a deadline. You know, school projects need to be done. I have a project at work. You know, everything is deadline, 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 and you're pushing it, and you're pushing it, and you're pushing it. And that, I mean, because actually I took a look back, I would say maybe about a couple of months ago, and I was like, you know what? I had to admit that, I hated filling out forms because it came with this weird, it gave me a weird anxiety, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And and it and it made no sense. And it was just like, I have to fill this out and I have to put my information in. I'm working myself up. And usually by the time I go to hand in this form to whomever I'm handing it, I now have an attitude. Yeah. And it's nothing that has to do with them, but I'm angry mm-hmm. and this is a stress. And now I'm taking the stress and I'm taking it out on other people. Yeah.
1: Well, to you, besides all the stress you have in your life, you're also letting other people kind of stress you and they don't even know they're stressing you a lot of times, but let's take our phone, for instance, where maybe in the past we didn't have a phone. So all we can concentrate on is what we're doing, right. Or what we're thinking about. But with a phone, you can get an email, now you're triggered, right? I'm just, you can get a text and it could be a nice text. Like, what are we eating for dinner? It could be from your son. You're like, I don't feel like cooking tonight, you know, or whatever. I don't don't have time to go to the grocery store. Fine, fine, you know, whatever. It could be a friend. Hey, we, you know, we're all supposed, we're all going out uh, to do this. And, you know, you're like, well, I can't make that. You know, I do podcasts at that time. You're there, you know, you have all these different things. And again, I hate to say the phone again. In between Facebook Messenger, it could be Instagram too, or whatever you do, you could be doing TikToks. You go on there, maybe you're not getting as many likes as you like. Somebody left a comment that says you're fat or you're bald or you're ugly or you're whatever. All these things are you know, going on in your life or somebody tagged you on something you didn't want to be tagged on. Whatever it is, you got to get control of that shit. You have to get control of it and get control of your emotions. Things aren't always going to go your way. But again, if maybe picking up the phone all the time and looking at all this additional information is stressing you. And I think that happens a lot at night. You talk about nighttime because a lot of us have our phone at night. Right. right. Face it, we're going through social media. Right. And they see Things you don't like that your friend posted or whatever. And you're going to bed thinking about something they posted maybe politically or religious or said something to you underneath or made a joke or a smart ass remark. What are you doing? Just go to bed. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. Take a right. shower, lay in bed, maybe watch TV like the old days or not, and just rest. But a you lot know, of and
0: yeah, you know, you know one of the one of the things that I learned to do is after a certain time, um, and I would say usually an hour before I go to bed, mm-hmm. I don't look at Facebook. Hmm. You're funny. Yeah. I don't. I don't look at Facebook because I am prone to respond. Mm. So it's like, okay, I don't want to go on Facebook and find out, you know, what this person is saying. I don't want to go to bed thinking about that group debate that really probably isn't going to make any difference to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to have all of everybody else's opinion in my head now. Mm-hmm. So an hour before I go to bed, I don't look at Facebook. I, I even sometimes, and, and I, I, I cut it down. It's like, okay, you know what? Nothing crazy is going on on YouTube. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and another thing that I used to do, which I stopped doing as well. I stopped sleeping with my phone next to me. I stopped sleeping with the tap. And ladies and gentlemen, we're all doing it. I know a woman that says, This, you know, my half of the bed is my half and the other half is literally for my phone and my tablet. Mm -hmm. You don't realize you're constantly thinking what, one of the things that most people that have devices is always thinking of, I don't want to break my device. Right. So you're mindful in your sleep. I don't want to roll over on my device. Sure. So it's always on your mind during the time you should be resting move it out of your bed i get it i get it a lot of people use it for an alarm
1: but if you're going to put it on airplane mode or do whatever the hell you got to do so you're not hearing it beep throughout the night or you know and especially i think most people when they wake up they do grab that phone and i realized this when i lived in california so for the most part you know you're three hours behind the east coast two hours the midwest right or whatever. But I would wake up and all of a sudden, because everybody else is, you know, so far ahead of you, all of a sudden I'm looking at 20, 30 emails or I'm looking at all these string texts if it was work. And I didn't even eat breakfast yet. I'm in bed, like almost not having anxiety. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do that. You know what? You got to have the confidence, too, to just say no.
0: At right. Times. right. I'm
1: not going to look at my phone till I if you have coffee in the morning, eat breakfast, just regroup, take the shower in peace, not look at something and then be stressed and jump in your shower and be freaking out all these different types of things. You've just got to, you know, and it's just say no, because I think, so we take on so many other things and I've been telling my daughters this lately, because I think we're kind of programmed too to be like, yes, 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 we can do it. I can always do it. Now I'm like, Hey, we're all doing this. I'm out. What are you talking about? You're out. You're always, no, I don't have time. That's going to exhaust me. If I do that at that point in time, or I have to do this and, don't need something else. Even what worked, take this on, take this on. I can't take it on. I'm not interested in it. Like literally just saying things like that it could be in your relationship. It could be like, I can only give you this amount of time. Or if you're dating somebody, I can't go out every single night. I can't always sleep at your place. You can't always sleep here. Just saying, let's, let's schedule something here that works for me. Or I'm not under so much stress throughout my day, throughout my evening, uh, later at night, you know that if you're if you're dating somebody, like I said, you know which place are we going to sleep at, or who's picking right. up poo? Or what do we do? It's um, it's all on us. We make the decisions. right? And know, I think one of on
0: one us. of the things that you said that really resonates is the saying no, and saying no it works. Saying, "Hey, I can't take that on." Yeah, because I, I I spoke to someone once, and we were in the middle, literally in the middle. Of A friendly conversation and it's the weekend and this person says hey I have to get back to you because I have to check on these emails and I was like you're working this weekend and they're like no but I have to make it so that I'm not expendable Mm. and it's like you're stressing yourself out to make sure that you're not expendable on your time off and yeah. you're saying that the job is too much. Mm-hmm. No, this is not the time to make yourself more miserable. And you're finding out at home that it's not working for you. Yeah. yeah. And but how many times out. are we doing this? How many times are we doing this?
1: Yeah, and you don't realize all the stress you put under people. I talk about it all the time with people. You're stressing. So you're miserable to be around. You don't even realize it because you're bringing so much stress to everything else, especially in a household. And just the one thing I learned as I got older is I'm part of the problem. My mood swings too are part of the problem. My attitude is part of the problem. I see everybody else having a bad attitude. I don't see myself. So if it, who's setting the tone here? But I'll tell you this much. Once I set the tone and be like, you know what? We're going to have a nice evening. We're going to laugh. We're going to sit down. Let's do this. They better match me because if they don't, I'll tell them to hit the road. But I know from now on, I'm not going to, if they're mad, I'm going to be mad. Or I come in mad, then I make them mad. No. I want to have a, I'm not saying I have a hundred percent stress-free life by any means, but I know growing up in Chicago, I was always stressed because it was cold weather. I was always miserable, but just by me moving to a warm weather state changed my entire outlook on life. Now, if you don't do that, you don't know that. Now, a lot of people may not like warm weather or not like Florida for whatever reason, humidity or, but I realized that something was even at a young age, making me crazy and stressed and cold and, um, back to saying, no, I'm like, no, I'm not going to live like this anymore. I don't care that all my family members still live here. I don't care that I have like a lot of job opportunities at this point in time. I didn't care. I was doing modeling and maybe making films there. I'm like, but I still want to be somewhere else where I just feel a lot less stress and just enjoy a lot more my life than that environment. So.
0: And, And that's really what it is, is that whole, that whole, the, you know, I don't know why it seems like it's almost the most impossible thing for us to say, but it's yeah. two letters and, and we're afraid of if we say no. And one of the things that I learned growing up was, and we, and and you hear people talk about this all the time. If I tell you, yes, I don't owe you any explanation. Mm. You say, hey, Queen, ben, you wanna do this? And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. But if I, if you say, hey, Queen, ben, you wanna do that? And I'm like, no. What's usually the first response? Why? Yeah. You don't owe any, the same way they wouldn't have asked why you want to do it if you tell them yes, you actually don't owe them any explanation as to why you said no. Yeah. No to,
1: I mean, there's, of course, you don't want to always say no. We
0: know that. Right.
1: Like, even talk about eating habits and things. A lot of us just learn to say no would be a game changer. Not everything. Appetizer? No, but I'll eat the entree. Dessert? No, but I'll have a cup of coffee. Just saying. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, let's do a dessert, but I got to split it. Um, hey, you know, going to the you happy hour all the time with your friends or meeting up a lot of times instead of going to the gym, tell them no, and I'll meet you afterwards. You know, it's real simple. I think, you know, or if you're dating somebody or you're even married, a lot of times we get caught in those positions where every time they ask you something, it has to be yes. But right. A lot of times you're just like, No. Like I want to buy another house. It's another, it's beautiful. It's another 150 grand, 200 grand. Well, that's great, but no right now because we're already in this situation financially or uh, I'd rather buy a second home somewhere else or, or whatever, but there's gotta, you know, and it goes both ways a little bit uh, in relationships or just life in general. You just got to learn to say, no, I think a lot more. I saw this Italian movie and he said, I quit doing things I didn't want to do and my life began. And I always think about that. Because a lot of times we're living how everyone else expects us to live within their lifestyle. So I say, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I my, yeah. not to be selfish, but I have yeah. my own lifestyle that I want to create. And I'm not, you know what, too? I don't ask people a lot of times now for things because I'm kind of thinking about that, right? So I'll be like, hey, guys, we're all going to go. Eat. My friends, we're all meeting out for dinner this time. And we're going to do this. Whoever wants to come, please come. If not, no worries. Right. Right? right. And I'm never mad at who, who doesn't come or, or if they want to reschedule or whatever. And if they want to reschedule, it doesn't work for me. I tell them no, but that's a per like, but I'm not getting mad also when I ask other people to do things for me. And then I'm stressed because I'm like, I asked this guy to go do this, or I asked her to do that. And they're always telling me no. Well, You know what I mean? Figure out something else or ask different people or start hanging out with different people. That's on you again. If you're always stressed out about your friends or who you're dating or who you're married to, you got to take a different approach and start figuring those things
0: out. Exactly. Exactly. And that's really what it is, is learning what to do, what to say. And I think one of my biggest things, even as far as food, was figuring out for those that don't, okay. I, I I don't I don't know if you like them or not, Rich, but I I've I've been called out by my other co-host, Angelica. I can't stand brownies. <laughs> so what? So, so my just... Yeah, I, I hate brownies. I really don't. Okay. I, I'm sorry to anybody that loves them, but I don't like them. Um <laughs> but one of the things that got me through was realizing that I was eating certain things to be comfortable sure and I was like you know what there's a mindset there because everybody tries to convince me and I've had people over the years oh brownies are amazing and I'll, I'll be real with you. I love to cook. I love to cook. Yeah. I've been told I make some of the most amazing brownies in the world, but I can't stand to eat them. Mm. This is funny. And, it, and it was like, okay, how can I avoid? And I said, if I can avoid brownies, I can mm-hmm. avoid other foods. And it was like, okay, no, I don't, I don't need a brownie. So no, I don't need that extra bag of chips. I don't need you know, that extra sauce, or I don't need, you know, and it's like not saying I can't have the food, but I don't need the extras. And that's what really made me start doing it. It was like, okay, no, like you said, no, I don't have to have dessert. No, I don't have to have the snack. You know, and, and that's really what it was. It was like not completely depriving yourself. And guys, I'm not saying that I don't ever snack or I don't eat dessert or I mean, come on, look, a sister loves to eat, mm-hmm. <laughs> point blank, period, right, but, you Latino, I, you're Latino too, exactly, so it's like, you've got to, you've got to figure it out, you've got to figure out what your happy medium is,
1: and that's really what it was for me. I get it. And let's not also bullshit ourselves with stress at night. Like we're like, Oh, I, I need cookies at night. Like stupid. Ch- I need chips or I need salsa all the time, or I need whatever you need at night. Ice cream. I got to have all that. And then you're stressing over things that are unhealthy. Like if you're, if you're really stressing over things that are hurting you, which I get a lot of people have addictions, smoking, drinking, whatever. But if you want to make those changes, you got to make them, you know what I mean? The, it, you're kind of got to admit Sometimes we're addicted to things and, and not only drugs or alcohol or gambling or things it's stupid things you know that you don't even realize you're doing
0: yeah like anything. I was addicted to french fries I won't even
1: lie to you I, I always said I think in the United States more people eat french fries than any other food in the world and they don't realize how many they're eating right and a lot of them eat a lot more than they should but anyways that's funny in itself but I know I know we have I- these weird stress things that we like we stress out over ridiculous something ridiculous a lot of times. Yeah. You're like, "Oh my God, we're out of Coke or Pepsi or whatever." Uh, my whole mo- my whole meals ruined. You're like, you can drink something else besides that, right? You go to a restaurant, they don't have my dish today, or or they closed, or they're this and, that, and you're str- like, let's grow up here. A lot of this stress is a lot of nonsense. Right. A lot of other options that are probably even better. So, anyways, I, I see that with a lot of people.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah guys, what changes are you willing to make, whether they be small, large? And our suggestion is don't start with the big ones. Don't start with something. No one's saying move to a different country or completely cut carbs out. I'm never going to eat another piece of bread or I'm never going to eat another grain of rice. We're not saying that. But are you making smaller portions? Are you changing what you're drinking? Um, You know, And enjoy it, do things that you enjoy. Because one of the things is we focus on what we can't have and we don't reinforce what we can have or what we can do. Yeah. So leave a comment below and let us know what you're changing. Hmm. Sounds good. So guys, we're wrapping up another episode of Wingpin and the Wingman. (laughs) yeah he's still trying to figure out where he is i don't know where's the wig man
1: (laughs) he flew to coop (laughs) but we got a lot of water during these things